Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to C103's Cork Today podcast. Phone and text lines are currently closed. Next week, many parents will find themselves under pressure with the planned three-day strike action by childcare providers who feel they have no other option as many are being driven out of the sector by mounting costs. To discuss what the situation is like locally, I'm joined by Mela Finn and uh, Mela is uh, founder and owner of Mulberry Montessori in Mitchellstown. Uh, good morning to you, Mela. Good morning, Patricia. And How you, are you? Uh, you're very welcome uh, to the programme. Am I right in saying that strike action is the last thing that providers like your good self want to do? Of course it is. Of course. At the end of the day, like the children are a priority and that's, I suppose, we're a caring sector, you know, a caring profession and the children have always been our priority. When I started out 19 years ago now in my own service and I'm working well over that, you know, in other services, but 19 years ago when I started out working in my... Or, starting off with my own service, you know, one my big reason for doing it was because I love children. I love working with children. I love helping them to learn. I love caring for them, you know. And I mean, we like to support the families as well, which is a huge part of what we do. It's not just all about the children. It's about their families as well and supporting them. 
And the last thing we want to be doing is inconveniencing our parents and our children, you know, because we have a lot of children with additional needs in our services as well. And I mean, you know, closures like this can affect them, you know, quite seriously. So, I mean, we really, you know, I mean, I, the last thing I want to be doing. Is I know, I, I, I know. Now, from a financial uh, point of view, is it fair to say that the core funding model simply is not working? No, it's just not working. It's not. Um, so basically what has happened with the core funding, so... Prior to core funding, we were getting a higher capitation rate for anybody that had a degree, you know, that, that um, were qualified to degree level, right? Yeah. So we were getting that higher capitation. Um, and uh, so on top of that, then, so we were getting the link payment and there was a payment support payment as well, which was kind of basically for extra hours outside of, you know, the the, the one-to-one or to the care of the children say right you know when we were working with the children so what has happened then is the core funding has basically taken that back so we're back down now to 69 euro per child per week um so we're getting this and then on top of that then the core funding is coming in but what really happened was that that extra capitation funding was taken away from us and put into a big pot and basically has been split now. Oh, this is ECCE-based services. So now this is being split over all services. So you're talking uh, full day care services, part-time services. So this has been split over all of those services. So while, yes, he's saying there's extra funding going in, there is extra funding going in, but it's all been put into the one pot and split over all services. So now basically we're back down at the bottom. And because we're an ECC sessional service only, we are not eligible to or entitled to claim any extra fees outside of the three hours that we can that we're claiming at the moment. And and you can't go to the parents and say, no. Look, this is the position we're in, we want to keep going, would you be willing to contribute? No, no, because if we are we're found to be non compliant. So basically wow. we're we're basically funded by what the government give us, um and that's it, as an ECC and all of your costs, Mela, I mean, we're all talking about the rising cost of living. Everybody dreads electricity bill uh, coming in. You'd have insurance costs. Yep. Uh, you've got staff costs. Everything is going up. Yes, yes. And I mean, on top of that then as well is there's what's called an employment regulation order which has come in. Now, my staff are amazing and I'm very, very lucky. I have some of my staff with me almost since I started but at the end of the day, those staff deserve to be paid regardless of whether it's for experience of 20 years almost or whether it's for a degree, which they have received and plus a bit of experience, you know. Mm. Um, but we don't, you know, I can't pay my staff the fees because we're capped at what's coming into us. So while I'd love to be paying my staff way more than what I can, I just can't because the money isn't there. Because the uh- government has us capped. Is staff shortages also, I don't know if it's an issue for you, but I've heard that from other providers. That is an ongoing issue. Yeah, it is. Now, I'm okay this year. I was very lucky this year. Um, I was able to find, and as I said, all this the best interview I'll ever do is having students in a work experience with me. So I have a girl with me this year and last year, but previous years I've struggled to find people. Um, It's been quite, you know, quite a struggle to find people that are, you know, suitable to work with children at the end of the day, you know. and I mean, I know some of my friends are really struggling, you know, and my colleagues that have services as well, and they just can't find people. I know I spoke to one of one of the ladies last night, and she's looking for an AIM support, which is, you know, to support the, the children with additional needs in the classroom. And she can't find anyone. She's really struggling. 
So therefore, that child may be at risk of losing their place within the service because she can't find them because they're leaving the sector. They're going working in other areas because they're paid better. And is, is, is that the reason that it's, it's, it's not that they don't want to do the job because anyone who you ever speak with, and, and I think you summed it up yourself in the way you spoke about loving children and loving every day going to work and working with children. So we know that people love these jobs, yes. but it's just simply that the pay is so bad. It is. And I mean, love isn't enough. As I, you know, I've said to my parents in my, my letter I've sent out to them about this protest, love isn't enough. You can only do it for so long, but at the end of the day, you have to be, you know, your mental health has to be right because, you know, the stress that we're under and also then the financial side of it, you know. And I mean, at the end of the day, these girls cannot, and ladies cannot pay for a mortgage. They can't get a mortgage, not to mind pay for a mortgage because the minute that they come in and say they're working in an early year service they're, and they're only earning, you know, for 38 weeks of the year or 40 weeks of the year, whatever it may be, you know, they can't get a mortgage. Yeah, somebody by text saying more funding is desperately needed, especially in rural settings to cover staff wages and the day-to-day running of our preschool. As the owner of a rural setting, I've been unable to pay myself a wage for the last six months. This can't continue. Minister O'Gorman needs to listen. I'm a rural country setting providing for 50 children and their families on a weekly basis. Children are at the core of our setting. And uh, Mila, that's not the first time I've heard of of providers not taking a wage themselves. I mean, that can't continue. No, I can't. And as I said to you, love isn't enough. You know, the love of what you do isn't enough. And I think that's what's happened to us. We've been a caring sector for so long, caring profession for so long, that the government are taking advantage of that. They're thinking these people are willing to work with these children for nothing. But costs are rising, as you've said there already. So, I mean, what are we going to do? You know, keep taking nothing and have our houses, you know, get into get into trouble for paying our houses, not be able to pay our bills. It's not, it can't, it can't keep going that way. Okay, here's somebody, there's no name on this, but it's somebody who attends your service saying, I'm a single parent. My daughter attends Mulberry Montessori. I'm reliant on the three-hour ecky hours to be able to go to work. And if the service was to, was to close, I would end up having to stay at home. It enables my daughter to interact with other children. And I appreciate all that Mel and the girls do for the children and the hard work and commitment they put in. I just can't understand why they're not entitled to the same wages as teachers. I prefer sending my child to ecky session uh, and rather than a childminder, rather than full day care. Uh, and that's my choice. If the Eki service is closed, that choice will be taken away from uh, me. Uh, thank you for that. There's no name on that. But Mela, the, the, we have seen more and more childcare providers closing up shop. I think it was four, I think 42 so far this year up to June. And there was 141 closed last year. We're in danger of losing childcare providers. Totally because, and I've spoken to people, I have spoken to people and it's actually breaking my heart to speak to them because I know how they feel. I know the love that they have for what they do because you don't go into this sector unless you love working with children. You know, a lot of people say to me, God, I don't know how you do it, you know, and it is, you know, it's something you have to have a love of it. And these people are giving up something that they love doing because they just can't do it anymore because financially and stress because of all the extra paperwork that we're getting and, you know, all the boxes we have to take and everything, you know. And, and, it's just hard to watch and fair dues, I, I saw, I have a copy of the letter that you sent out to all the parents explaining what is going on. It's a very, very well uh, put together letter because it says it exactly as it is. And I'm assuming you've a lot of support from the parents, Mella. Yeah, well, you know, I suppose my existing parents, yes, and parents that have gone through us prior 
Um, I suppose some of our newer parents aren't aware yet of how important we are and what we do because they haven't got, they're only a month in, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so they're only learning about what we do now, you know. But I mean, the parents that I've had with me over the last few years or that have had children with me, they really get it, you know, and they're so full of support for us, you know, that we need to do this. Um, because they they know, they know what work we do. They know how much we do for their children and for them as well. Because as I said to you already, we support their, fa- you know, families of the children that we have with us as well, you know. Um, and I think that's the thing, you know, it's, as I said in the letter, it's the uniqueness that's going as well. Because our, con- like the control has been taken over by the government of our businesses. And every single little ECC service you will go to. You know, they're all, and, and part-time services, and a lot of the, you know, the daycare as well. Uh, they, they all have their own uniqueness. Mm. But we're all being kind of rounded up into the one, you know, what the government wants us to be. And I mean, that's, at the end of the day, that's not what parents want. They don't well, want an institution. Yeah. You know, they want a home from home or, you know, they and, want home. And I've, I've done so many interviews uh, in the last number of years on this particular subject, Mela. Do you feel that the government are just not listening? Yeah. At the end of the day, yes, yes. I mean, I mean, I've spoken to you know, as, as you know, I'm a member, a member of the Federation of Early Childhood Providers, and I mean, you know, I've spoken to people, you know, that are involved in you know dis- discussions with the minister and his department, and I mean, they're basically being almost ridiculed. And I mean, at the end of the day, you know, we're the people working on the ground. We are the people that can see it as it is, not the, you know, the academics that are up there telling people this should be done and that should be done. We're the people on the ground and they're just not listening. And it's very frustrating to feel so disrespected. Another preschool owner says, I own a rural preschool. I've not been able to take a wage in months. Plus, I recently had to take a loan from my husband in order to pay my staff's wages. I'm behind on bills due to lack of funding. I started off my private business and now I feel I'm working for the government on a very poor wage. I've lost control of my small uh, business. That's really sad uh, to see that in, in print. And, and Mela, have you considered leaving the industry? I have. I actually ah. went back and did my level eight degree last year. Um, with unfortunately not to benefit my service completely, but with this little thing in the back of my mind going, okay, what can I do if I have to close my service in the morning? What else? What other area can I go into if I have to close my service in the morning? And that's sad. That's breaking my heart. And the big thing for me, and I said this at a meeting we were at a couple of weeks ago. Um, <clears throat> my daughter's sixteen. And I would not recommend to my daughter. She wants to go into this area. She's in TY now at the moment. And she was saying, you know, I love it. And I was saying to her, but, you know, maybe primary teaching might be an option for you. And she's like, but this is what I want to do. And I'm like, look, I wouldn't recommend you going into it. It's the disrespect and the pay, everything. You know, it's just the only thing is the love of children. And as I said, that's just not enough. I hate saying that because my dream when I started my business would have been, you know, got if one of my children said they wanted to take it over, that would be fantastic. I can hear the passion in your voice, but I can also hear how how deflated you are, uh, Mella, with all of this going on. So there's three-day strike action for next week. Are you encouraging people to come out and support you? Totally. Totally. I mean, of my parents online, I just, you know, I got them getting in touch with all my friends, my family, peer, previous parents, you know, um, we put it up on our Facebook page now and try and encourage them to come and support us as well. Um, we know, obviously, we can't expect everybody to travel to Dublin, but even just emailing the minister, you know, to email the minister and tell them how much 
you know, our service has meant to them down through the years, you know, if they have had children that have attended us, our service or any other service, you know, any service that I know parents appreciate us, you know. Yeah. Um, you know, need to flood, flood the inboxes flood the, yeah. of, of, the, of uh, the minister. And we're talking yeah. about Minister O'Gorman, isn't it? It's, it's his yeah. Minister O'Gorman, yeah. but any ministers really. Yeah. He had more our own, our own TDs in our local areas yeah. as well, you know, our councillors, um, even, you know, the Taoiseach, Taunashta, Anybody that's in that government that can help us, we need we need respect. We need to be respected for what we do. Listen, we will be thinking of you next week, uh, Mela. Stay in contact uh, with us. And it would just be devastating to see a service like yours uh, have to go. Listen, I appreciate you taking time out to talk to us today. And thank you, Patricia. Thanks so much. Good morning to you. Bye bye. Bye bye. That is the lovely uh, Mela uh, Finn of Mulberry Montessori in Mitchellstown that she set up some along with her husband some 19 uh, years ago and she set it up as she says herself with the intention of providing you know unique home from home Montessori preschool experience for children in the area she's been doing it for 19 years but it's getting to the stage where financially she can't afford to keep the place open because of the funding coming from the government 0818 something has to change Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.